Oh, that's right. John's not here, so I don't have to worry about muting that. Perfect. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Did the Wilds win last night? I forgot. Yeah. Win. Yeah. What was the score? And I couldn't watch it. Oh, it was on the ESPN Plus deal. Well, you gotta sign in. Pay. I'm not. Really, I mock you. Yeah. I completely agree with what you. What a bunch this. of BS. This ESPN added programming beat. BS yep. and bleep Amazon Prime for watching a football game. I'm not doing that. Okay, but I get Amazon Prime, so I watched some of that game, and I I told you earlier in the year there's something off about it. Yeah. I figured it out last night. It's like Al Michaels is watching a game on TV and then describing. Kind of like what the pandemic broadcast. It's were. not like he's there. Yeah, you're right. It's a very poor shit. My Bills won. That's no surprise. You're right. I know I'm right. You're right. You're right. And you, you're always right. Good tater tots today. Do you want your at? Yeah. Frat and the lamb. Can I just need a C form from you today? All right. And Kenny, Kenny, did you get the email? I got an, uh, a letter mailed to my house anonymously, essentially bitching at me that modern fuels do not require treatment like C form. <laughs> you know, so many- some asshat that wants me to know. That he knows where I live, and he sends me this anonymous letter. Well, don't don't acknowledge it on the air. I haven't. No, just to the town council. <laughs> but modern fuels are way worse than old fuels. Derek Basecrip uh, uh, has gone on rant about that. What did I tell you? It doesn't even evaporate. Right. Right. Sent to your house. Yep. Uh, are we still able to add uh, and go in and uh, gussy up author's corner? Oh, I saw that email. I um, think we yeah, should. Yeah, we can. Because uh, I got a whole lot of books. Can we wait? Because I, I don't think I'm going to have time to do that today. I wasn't going to do it today. Okay, we can do it next so, week. Um, Suits, remember that email you read earlier in the week about it was uh, a guy that said, once again, it was a guy that said he knew a guy um, whose kid ate a gummy bear that was laced with fentanyl. Yeah. I've been looking for proof here for that um, in the last, oh, I don't know, last 20, 30 minutes. I cannot find proof of that anywhere. Okay. Kenny, um, wasn't that a off-air conversation we had with Johnny? Or am I thinking of something different? No, that was different. It was an email. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I've got a lot more on the uh, Minneapolis sidewalk group. It's very interesting. I uh, do see a lot of stories where that has been claimed that there was fentanyl in it, but then they go to the hospital and it's like, nope, just just a strong gummy, no fentanyl. So I can't find proof anywhere. So once again, we're getting played by 
hearsay and you know i don't think i read that one on the air okay no you did because i talked to stacy about oh. it yeah i don't want to talk about dope i don't care yeah i think it's a mistake I, to legalize it i feel the same way i really don't care I do love that you call it dope. <laughs> well, in my day, it was dope. Dope. I've got more on Sam Britton, the fruitcake that is employed by the Biden administration. Oh, the purse, not purse, the luggage stealer. Uh, uh, yeah. She's already asking me what the plans are for Christmas. My wife. So here's what I'm thinking about. Hun, 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 hun. Take we've it already, we've discussed it already. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean. That's the only topic in my house. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been for a week. There's family that wants to hear. You got to learn how to just. Well, I normally do, but we're hosting this year. That's why it's a little bit different. So that'll be fun. Getting a lot of emails from people who say, why didn't I get a hat? That's not bad, though, Chris, actually, posting. I've actually thought about it more, Ken, you're right. Yeah. You don't have to really go anywhere. Do you, have a, do you have a safe room? Oh, yeah. 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 But, but all you yeah, need is a, be... a safe room for you and, your brother, you and your brothers where you can just all slip right. away. Yeah, probably. Like, Well, what's kind of neat, too, about our new place is um, the garage is heated. So I'll just pull all the cars out. Does Fratelloni's on Grand? Jimmy Francis is here. Oh, why? Jimmy Francis is in the building having lunch with the building services guys unless you want him to bounce in the podcast studio. I would lock the outer door. <laughs> Jimmy's here. What were you going to say now about Pratt? Is he here? He didn't say it over the air, but apparently. Well, that's fine. Is he here? He's down, I'm sure. I'll think yeah, whatever. The well, there's no context to have him. Hey, I just um, wanted to come in and say hi. Ask Tom where I should. Hey, Chris, ask Tom where I should put that window sticker at. Kenny wants to know where he should put the window sticker. Can I tell him or do you want to? Up his ass. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Where is it supposed to go? I haven't even put mine on yet. You know, there was an email with instructions clearly on how yeah. to do it. Well, I knew I'd see it what six times this week. I, I, you know, I, yeah. I knew. I knew. I should know I better. Email. Right. 
I go through it. Delete. I go through and think, <laughs> how can I simplify this to stop? Look at the time question. Oh, that, look at good. the time. Yeah. All right, kick him out of there. Let's get this over with. Where? Either set upper center or upper left. Don't put it in the black center. Racist. Left? Oh, Up, upper left? Fritz. Upper Fritz. left or center? Yeah, upper center. If you want okay. the reader to be able to see So am I still going to need my card? No. I hold mine. Yes, I know. Yeah, tell him I had to open my window yesterday morning and I was outraged. Kenny said he had to open up his window and he was outraged yesterday. Because you were pulling up on the right hand side. Which is a moron. Yeah. <laughs> open on the left hand side, the stickers in the left hand, upper left hand window. <laughs> Two people you will never win an argument with Sushere and Tom. Tom. <laughs> Park your very next time. On Berry Street. Yeah. Kenny, that's where you need to park. Okay, right. We're going to Especially after it's snowing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. Doesn't so he have wait. a job you can go do? So. If I only have the one, though, will my card still work? Yeah, for your other car. Okay. Yeah. Rattaloni Shardboard and Garden yeah. Store. Because actually, I have my card in the Traverse, and I have Johnny Heights in the other car. Well, because he's not coming in anymore. What the hell does he need? He's got to come in to jam with Steve Anderson. You can park Steve, in the guest uh, parking lot. Uh, what's his name? Stephen C. Stephen C. Yeah. At, at some point, that's good. You get the work for yourself. That's a good look. <laughs> Uh, is Matthew coming in? Yeah, I don't think we're starting it. At some point, Johnny's uh, will be deactivated. Those cards will be deactivated unless you've got two cards, right? No, 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 what? no. That's unacceptable. Tell him no. And he says it's unacceptable. unacceptable. Okay. Park in front, Kenny. I don't give a rat's ass. Oh, oh wait. Is that permission? That's no. permission. <laughs> you yelled at me when I parked in front. I know. I'll yell at him, too, if he does. <laughs> that was so sweet when one was in the building and I could park literally oh six feet from the studio. It was awesome. <laughs> and I was the only person here. <laughs> I was upstairs. We talked about that. That's true. Yeah. And Joe couldn't see us, so we could Rook and I could literally eat lunch while we were doing the show. <laughs> Probably paid more attention then to what was going on than you do now. Though. Man, those were those were some odd times in the school. What are the we're supposed to get that. It's not till later today, tonight. That makes good sleeping weather. What do you want me to do? The door. Got it. You can just leave it. Right. The sliding door can stay open. Outer door gets shut. Rook, today I need a. You uh, got to go to the airline today. You're wearing your airline. Rook, I need a spiral from you today. What about? Uh, Jimmy, we should have Jimmy come up and have Gil talk to him. Jimmy and Gil. Well, we we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most diplomatic fu he's ever given me. <laughs> wow! Wow! You were too polite, well, Mr. We're, Joe. We're not going to. Okay, yeah. I didn't think so. Um, are we good? Carol. Joe, it's Britney Spears' birthday today. You saw that in the birthday section. Man, she was good looking in her day. Oh, jeez, here we go. That's a no-go zone. Yeah, she's bat-ass crazy. No, no, no question about that. Uh, what do you mean, was? Before we go on here, I, I don't think there's anything to be made of trying to uh, bring up Kanye West. What was mentioned yesterday? 
I, I mean, he is clearly he's certifiable. To, yeah. He needs to be taken away and put some right. help. He needs Plus, to go to the Twitch farm. That's virtually everyone with access to a microphone in this country is talking Absolutely. about Absolutely. And, so, and, and why not just ignore the idiot? Nope. nope. Kenny, you still got the pipes today. You got oh, a I've, processor. I've got a processor. Damn. I know. Why does he sound different? Very jealous. We literally just said why. <clears throat> He's got processor. a new processor in his mic. <laughs> Frataloni's Hardware Garden Stores. Oh, it? I was going to ask you, does the Frataloni on Grand and Dale, do you think they got the slush buster? Why don't you ask, because I asked Mike your homework question during the weekly scramble yesterday. Why don't I, I, I know you what? listened. I know you listened. Why don't I ask what? Ask me that when we're doing the show. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Okay. Joe, are you writing today? Nope, I wrote yesterday. Did you write about me? Yes. Nice. How come I can hear myself in Echo, whose headphones are too loud? Hello? 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 Uh, Maybe they're my headphones are too loud. I'm not getting an Echo at all. I got a lot of land right here. There's a lot of undeveloped land. (laughs) Formerly developed land. (laughs) Like you could put a park here. There's light rail right here. That's... We're a warehouse. Oh, I mentioned the Florida thing to Mike. What Florida thing? The fact that you can't drive six seconds without there being a condo development or a new housing. Yeah. He said, where their place is, you should drive that Where way. are they? They're out. Naples. Are they in Naples? No, they're in uh, Gulfside or Atlantic. I believe they're Gulfside. Mike who? Press. Oh. Dang it. I, he just said the city yesterday. Pensacola. Fort Myers. Naples. He's not a Marco. Tampa. I think it's in the Fort Myers area. What's the fort on the East Coast? Larry uh, Augustine. Fort Augustine. Fratelloni's Hardware. I'm Larry's. almost positive it's Naples. Don't you think Larry would be a Naples guy? Daytona. No. Joe, how come you're not a Naples guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was mean. And I apologize if you were offended. Ready, bro? <sighs> Roll it. Naples. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 973. I'd like to know if the Fratelloni's on Grand and Dave has Slush Buster. Yes, you in the back. Not only do they have Slush Buster, uh-huh. not only are the other 20 locations certified as carrier flush buster they have been so popular really how popular, how popular have they been? been there's been a second order of a run made well in other words if i go to date and not have one you might want to check what well i'm going to be in the neighborhood to go to that hardware store oh, you're right why don't you ever go to amherst why do you only go to dale i don't like that area Okay. Full of commies from the calendar. <laughs> Eric, Eric at Ace would love to see you there. Uh, it's December 2nd, 2022. 63 degrees was the high, record high on this day. That was back in 1982. Mm-hmm. And it was 17 below on this day in 1886. And now, in the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers banning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, 
fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Staff, staff, yes, sir. Has anybody seen a bell ringer yet for the Salvation yes. Army? I saw one yesterday. Yeah. I have my money ready. I have a, I save money all year. And you cash it in, it's about 100 bucks worth of change. I was at the High V in Egan yesterday and yeah. saw a bell ringer. Okay, my point is, uh, I have not seen one. And uh, it seems the last two years they've been sparse. I've not seen one yet this year. And when I make my anonymous $10,000 donation that always makes the news every year, I will, I will hopefully. I, see I, one. I have two questions uh, Egan, High V? I looked at him. Went, what? What? Yeah, I I had some business to take care of. Okay, that that's, good. that's good enough. Unusual. That's good enough. Egan. Well, because he's he lives a, down in St. Peter. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I just had some stuff to do. Sure. I was, I was in well, the reason I bring this up is I, I, I have a new idea. <laughs> Your <laughs> own ringing idea. bell service. No, but there should be a bell oh, ringing service. <laughs> Excuse me. In front of Target stores and Walgreens and and uh, CVS and CVS, yeah, uh, and give people money so they don't go in and shoplift. Uh, oh, I will yeah. I will give you a dollar mm -hmm. if you can tell me how uh, uh, Timbuktu alerts me to this. Target Corporation projects that it will lose blank million this year to shoplifting. Oh. Blank million. 2.8. No, I bet it's yeah. way more than that. No, I think it's way more than that. Well, then why don't you give me a number instead of saying it's yeah. I'm going to guess it's north of 100 million. Ten. You, you want to go again? 10 million? Yeah. Kenny, final oh, answer? I'm, no, I'm staying with 2.8. 2.8 million? Because I'm smart. Ready? It's even more than I said. 600 million. I, Jesus. <laughs> what? Well, there's no moral and ethical integrity. Wow. Target Corporation projects that it will lose $600 million this year to shoplifting. We know we're not alone across retail and seeing a trend that I think has gotten increasingly worse over the last 12 to 18 months at CEO Brian Cornell. Retail stores are not nonprofits, so these massive losses will only add to the prices honest people pay at the checkout counters. Shoplifting on this massive scale only adds to inflation. The CEO of the Right Aid drugstore chain recently said the problem was particularly acute in New York City. No. Drugstore cowboys walk in and out of their stores with impunity. A single store in Manhattan was losing a hundred grand a month to shoplifting, Jeez. but they came up with a solution. They closed the store. You know, when you That's were saying that, I, I was going to predict that this is going to result in the end of uh, retail. Because people are just going to say, this is, this is not worth it. I don't need to tell the story again, but I witnessed it firsthand. Mm -hmm. But the gals went and took all the makeup stuff. So. That just happened at the Walgreens uh, in Highland Park as well in the last two days, my wife informed me. Really? Was yeah. she there? She wasn't there, but she heard a report. Or well, something. isn't that a shame? Because exactly what's going to happen is now the honest mom dragging the three kids in there because she's got to get some pampers or something. She's going to pay more. Mm -hmm. And they, she has to. Target has to do that. What are, what are they supposed to do? Eat the $600 million? Within the last month, I'm not going to name the store I was at. Guy had a complete shopping cart full of stuff, went to the self-checkout, and just kept going. Mm -hmm. And I watched him going, you've got to be. They're so bold. 
It's it's comical. Well, we've all seen the video of the fellow in Frisco riding his bicycle into Walgreens yep. and loading up a plastic bag and then just riding Head his bicycle out. back off out. into the sunset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Joe, you celebrated the idea of hanging out with like-minded GLers at the town council. What you missed was your chance to tell them to pool their assets and buy you the mythical town of GL so you can be a real mayor and everybody is a GLer who shovels their sidewalks and are, there are no tall buildings and all council members will have a real impact on what goes on in Gumption County. P.S. I'm not shoveling snow today. I'm mowing my lawn. John in Arizona. Wow. Yeah, why don't you people buy me a town? You people. Yeah, you, you people. Uh, Gary wants more books on the author's corner. I think that's a great idea. I've been neglecting author's corner and I have quite a bit of information to add to author's corner on the website. When can we do that, Chris? Uh, next week. Uh-huh. Are you the only one that gets to add no, stuff? No, you, if you have, a, uh, if you have, uh, recommendations or brief reviews or whatever, feel free. Because my, my reading list is much more highbrow than your very pedestrian. Sure, sure it is. <laughs> Penthouse forum. <laughs> Couldn't believe my luck. Do, uh, do Rookie and I get to add? Uh, Absolutely. Well, no, you don't because neither of you read. Hmm. You so. know what? I, I did start a book when I went to the Dominican. Did you really? I did. What book? Oh, this ought to be good. I don't even know if I should tell you. Oh, no. I brought the uh, I Ain't Got Time to Bleed. I'm not joking. How I got far to You just gave me a mini You can, you can call my wife attack. and ask. I was sitting in the cabana, and I got wait, the wait, pages. No, 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 no. Why would let I me, ask? Let me, I, I don't care. Let me, let me. This was day one of the vacation, right? Yeah. And uh, first full day, I should say. Yeah. And here's what you did. Boy, you know what? I'm I'm feeling good. Let's honey, let's let's lay in the sun and, and read together. Right. It's about ten in the morning or so. The cabana did also provide some shade, so it was comfortable. Yeah. And you made a nice living. Yes. Joe, I hope you can read this out loud on the GL <laughs> nope. podcast. Hail the flashlight kid. Hail, Hail you. you. Joe, I've been thinking about how people are so hypersensitive on practically everything, especially since you spoke about the podcast a few days ago involving how they believe daylight savings time is considered racist. Hmm. The sad part is that people believe in this. It makes no sense. And I joke about it with a random stranger. They will think I am in the wrong and that I am racist. I'm old school, so I don't get what's considered sensitive and what isn't. And I can't keep up with the times. My hero of comedy is the late, great Robin Williams, who made fun of everyone and everything, including presidents in the past, all the way up to Obama, and people laughed at him more than criticized him for his comedy. But I think after he passed away, the humor of the country started to decline hard, and people are too judgmental and hypersensitive. I feel that even now, comedy is at an all-time low, and we need help. I will do my part on my end to be a fearless entertainer without losing my job. Jay Hanneru, is this guy a stand-up? Uh, and I'll keep pushing back from everything slammed into my face, like the cog railway of Pikes Peak without its brakes, because it feels that painful. Spell his last name, please. H-A-N-E-R-U. I, I think that the loss of the sense of humor in the country has been well, well zeroed in on, well stated, uh, and a variety of reasons for it. Uh, 
the division in the country, I guess, would be most responsible because one side's unwilling to admit the other side could possibly be funny. So it's a big, uh, it's a big headache. <clears throat> I've got more information. Thanks to Kelsey, who did some of the work you guys didn't do. Hmm. It's, and you know, it's not good that I have to rely on GLers to do no, the work. It's, well, it's Joe, I got to tell you, it's not easy to find information. You're talking sh uh, snow shoveling, right? There's not a lot of info out there about this. Well, Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, well, I got a couple of emails to set this up. Oh, here's it. Uh, no, no, no. I've got emails from people who, uh, well, here's Downing, for example. If the city of Minneapolis takes over responsibility for shoveling homeowner sidewalks, it will result in the city putting in fewer sidewalks because of the maintenance cost. Exactly. Euphorians love sidewalks. There'll be windmills. It's like cutting down trees to build a bike lane. Well, he's right. Okay. Uh, I have, uh, Kelsey dug this up. I have the complete staff and the bios of everyone on Our Streets Minneapolis. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. And in all seriousness, there's a lot to be gleaned from this. They're the group, for example, that would favor the taxpayers picking up the bill to shovel. The executive director is Ash Narayanan. Pronouns he, him. Oh, we include that. Okay. They all have. Now, does that mean he's normal? He, him? He's not mentally ill? If you put your pronoun, that's abnormal. Yeah. Even though it's a normal pronoun. That's, that's what I was going to say. Ash Narayanan. Okay. He, him is the executive director of Our Streets Minneapolis, a group we only learned about yesterday. Mm -hmm. He is a nationally recognized expert on building more just, sustainable, and resilient transportation infrastructure. Uh, we don't know that. Whenever I hear resilient transportation, I think of a rubber train car. You know, I just see it stretch it out and it goes right back resilient. together. Resilient. <laughs> <laughs> he represents Minneapolis on Metropolitan Council's Transportation Advisory Board. He was appointed to Minnesota Department of Transportation's Sustainable Transportation Advisory Committee and co-chairs its VMT Reduction Work Group. I don't know what don't VMT know what means. Let's look it up. Ash has authored or co-authored numerous reports, including the Road to Clean Transportation, a bold, broad strategy to cut pollution and reduce carbon emissions in the Midwest and arrive together, transportation access and equity in Wisconsin. He authored the transportation section of the city of St. Paul's climate action plan. All right, now just stop right there. Let's just stop with the executive director. Might be a fine fellow. How you doing? Might be a fun guy to have a beer with. I have yeah. no idea. I doubt it. But, okay, let's just stick to St. Paul for a minute. He, he authored whatever the city of St. Paul will ultimately try to enforce regarding transportation as it pertains to a climate action plan. He's unelected. He's unknown. And 
if you aren't pushing back and paying attention, you might find within a year, two or three years, some Orwellian dynamics thrown at you about when you can drive, why you can drive, how you can drive. And that will come to you from a guy named Ash Narianen, who you don't know and I don't know, who authored the transportation section of the city of Min of city of St. Paul's climate action plan. St. Paul now? You're talking St. Paul this here? Was the, he authored that part of it, yeah. Oh. So this Our Streets thing. He's the executive director of Our Streets, but he must have had a little downtime because he was able to author Freelance. the transportation Maybe section. it's almost like a part-time gig. Yeah. He's doing that on the side. No, John said yesterday that they make 67.5. The executive director. Right, but he's with Our Streets Minneapolis. You know what? 67.5, by the way, can go a long way if you don't have a family, right. if you're, you're not married, you don't yeah. own a car, right. Right. you know. Sleep in a tent yeah. in a park. Haley Foydell, Operations and Development Director. Pronouns, he, sure, he, her. Oh. Haley comes to our streets, Minneapolis, after working, walking, and biking in multiple cities across the East Coast and Mid-Atlantic. Her past work is focused on creating sustainable solutions to existing products and infrastructure, huh. from Maine lobster to cleaning supplies. Hmm. Haley's favorite pastime is taking advantage of every sidewalk, bike path, bus, and train available to get her to her destination. That's her hobby. All right, side note, uh, VMT is vehicle miles traveled. They oh. have a vehicle miles traveled reduction mode shift Wait study. Wait a minute, Rook. Let's go back. He, Ashwat Narayanan, the executive director of Our Streets Minneapolis, represents Minneapolis on the Metropolitan Council's Transportation Advisory Board. He was appointed to Minnesota Department of Transportation Sustainable Transportation Advisory Committee and co-chairs its VMT reduction work group. And we're now learning that means vehicle miles traveled. Yes. In which we wish these people wish on our behalf for fewer miles to be traveled. Yes. Their study goals are provide yeah. background to eventual VMT and emissions goal setting. Estimate the maximum mode shift possible given existing land use patterns and travel needs. Effectively use a wealth of a real-world data to understand scope of reasonable change while avoiding uncertainty of long-range forecast models. Identify markets where mode shift has the greatest potential. And finally, develop open-source reproducible uh, tools that will allow the study to be repeated with newer data when available. Okay, uh, another thought just uh, logged into my head. Is it any wonder with these kinds of people having such an influence on, let's just call it city governments, mm -hmm. is it any wonder we came upon what we came upon Wednesday night on Snelling in Montreal uh, where people could not negotiate the intersection and take a right turn because of untreated ice. Is it any, is it, is it reasonable to wow. say, wow. is it reasonable to say that the basics of life as we know it 
are the nuts and bolts of running a city, and the people in charge are uninterested in the nuts and bolts. 100%. They're interested yeah. in the tinsel and the shiny objects, and they're interested in what a guy like Ashwat Narayanan tells them. They're putting paint on a crack house is what they're doing. In the meantime, yesterday coming in, I meant to tell you, I watched a BMW Mini just slide right through a red light at Fairview and uh, uh, Ford Parkway. Never mind Not that. Not a shot to stop. Never no, mind not, that. Never mind this person well, didn't want to drive either. I, I had a question yesterday when you guys were talking about this. How much of this behavior is related to, one, bad tires, number two, bad driving? The, the Mini going through the red light, I'm not going to blame tires, but I, I think it was a she- and I think the concept her? of pumping the brakes was foreign to her. Yeah, uh, yeah. She came in too hot. And she came then she, in hot. She laid on the brakes and, and stayed the brakes on them. And just kept and sailing. St- yeah, and stayed on the brakes. It, it's bad driving. You kind of give a wave to both directions as though, please look don't look look My bad. <laughs> okay, you got Oshwat Niran on an executive director. We got Haley Feudel, operations and development director. We have Jose Antonio Zayas Caban, no, we met yesterday, advocacy director pronouns are he and him and we learned about him yesterday he's working on developing reparative justice campaigns across the u.s i'm sorry across the twin cities what does that have to do with the street he is also serving as co-convener and advisory board member in a climate and mobility justice campaign that aims to increase multimodal transportation and reduce vehicles mile traveled and improve equitable access to transportation infrastructure across the state. In addition, I, I just, he's got a long one here. He's a performing artist. Sure. And uh, sounds like it. He's from Puerto Rico. And he's got a website where you can go learn about his music. I'll be damned if I'm going to promote it. <laughs> Isn't he playing the tuba? No, that's a different Okay. Thing. You have Ember Rasmussen. <laughs> and she's a they, them. Okay. Yep. Hi. Okay. You want to see that? That's a they. There we go. Oh. Yeah. It's an imperfect. Ember is community development and events manager. All right. Ember is a creative event manager and theater artist. They have they. They. Mm-hmm. Bleep you. They is. She has previous experience in nonprofit development and community events, restaurant management, and theater direction. When not bringing follics together. Folks, hang on. If the pronoun is they, is she a big gal? No. Here, look at it's a new way to spell folks. We're not bringing folks together. F O L X. What in God's name is happening to us? So, is that work? Wait, where's the X and the K? (laughs) Oh, they're on opposite sides of the keyboard. So, it's not a typo. F O L X, folks. You know, Amber, I believe, did own a chain of restaurants. He did. When not bringing folks yeah. together at live yeah. events, Emmer loves to garden, explore Minnesota's beautiful outdoor spaces, whip up tasty vegan food, well, of course, mm-hmm. and create or experience art. Okay. What does folks Ember, mean? Emmer, you're a she. I'm not calling you a they, them. Folks, a variation of the word folks, conventionally I, spelled, I that. is meant to be a gender-neutral way to oh, refer to members of a signal identity in the LBGTQ community. It's very woke. It's ultra-woke. People in Minneapolis, 
you can laugh and you can say it'll never get to me, but uh, it's coming. One of these days, you're going to be pulling your Lexus out of your garage over there along Minnehaha Creek. Yeah. And somebody like Amber Rasmussen is going to be there to tell you you've already exceeded your vehicle miles driven. Or are we missing the larger point? If you can't, maybe all of the snow buildup and slush and ice, it's it's being left on purpose so the carjackers can't come after you. That's it. It's I'm going to put down. Are you, are you done? When you're done, I'm going to push back against you. And 13 pages of the staff. <laughs> we'll be, I'll push back against you come February. We're doing a Saturday, <laughs> Saturday podcast as well. All right, we'll be back. But first, you had asked about the slush buster. I did. That's the invention of Dave Pounds right here in Burns Mill, Minnesota. Dave was getting so tired of all of the slush and the buildup, damaging his garage floor, rusting the cars. And the old broomstick and boot that was used to remove the slush wasn't cutting it anymore. So, voila! The slush buster was Viola. designed by Ola and assembled in Rogers, Minnesota. It's the only device on the market specially designed to remove that slush. I got a great email from Mark. Joe, you're buying yours today. I seriously am. I'm going that way. Mark sent me this email yesterday. Hey, Reeves, stopped at the Fratelloni's Harbor in Eden Prairie Wednesday afternoon to get my slush buster. I was immediately met by a friendly employee who had no idea what I was talking about. We went to automotive, and I went to the shovel aisle. We couldn't find it. Then I turned around, and there it was, right Damn. there on the end cap. Uh, it works really well, and I'm going to enjoy this new tool all winter. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mark, for uh, going to Fratelloni's and purchasing your slush buster. It's available at all 21 Fratelloni's hardware locations. It's also available online at Amazon and at the Wellna Ace Hardware in Robbinsdale as well. So you can also order yours online at slushbuster.us. That's slushbuster.us. Let them know you heard about it here on the GL Podcast. That they're cliches. No, that they're laughable. Well, not laughable. But Joe's are getting in on the game. They call me a cliche, an old white guy yelling what are you, off my lawn. Wait, are you? Are you no, let's save them because right. I've got a bunch of shit here to. Uh, Push back against. Okay, folks. Push back against me for. Oh, you'll like find that. out. You'll find out. You'll find out. It's not serious. We're not going to yell. No, I mean you can yell at me. I don't care. No. I'm just Listen curious. here, you. Uh, no, I, I don't Get have it. Get my lawn. I don't have it. Anymore. I would say something like, "Listen, folks, the park's closed. The moose outside should have told you." <laughs> F-O-L-X. I had no idea. That was a new one. We're going to have to start spelling all words. Yeah. No, we we need a list. I mean, that, that one should go immediately on the fog horrible list. Well, hang on. Wait a minute. What you need to know about the accent word like folks, women, and Latins. Latin, Latin people La- didn't make up the term Latinx. Chris, I need your help, your math help. Okay. I need to know what the percentage is of 5,000 people compared to a population of 400. 25,000 people. Well, it would be a, a 425. Nope. It would be 0.2%, right? Well, I don't know, but let's, let's, let's get it right. right. Let's, well, yeah, let's get it right before we go back on because that's not important. 450,000? 425,000. 425,000. And I want to know what I, the 5,000. Yeah, 5,000. 5,000 people is what percent of that? Thank you. 
folks showed up in the 90s, according to wellandgood.com, whatever that is. The 90s? What's that? What are you talking about? F-O-L-F. I was wrong. It's point, it's less than, wait, you moved the decimal point over two spots. Oh, God, I thought you were a minute. 1.2%. One? Sounds all right. Yeah, I thought it was, I I thought it was around 2%, but it's less. It's 1.2% of the population. Well, when it comes to driving on sidewalks, we're going to be told what to do by 1.2% of the population. That's no, 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 no. That's not the figure we're using here. No. I'm ready if you guys are. Is Kenny got something? Yeah, there? Kenny, can you knock out Seafoam here? Oh, God. I'm, or do you I'll, I can have Rook do it. Yeah. Rook, have Rook do a Seafoam. Can Rook, you do, do my Seafoam okay. for me. Can you knock out Spiral here, Rook? Can you have me do Seafoam? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bump. Hold on. Ready? Yep. Rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and you feel fine. Joe Security. Spiral Light Candles is a garage logic company. The Nelson family has done a wonderful job of putting together candles, manufacturing candles, and bringing them to the public. And you know what? They burn in a circular motion, hence the name Spiral Light Candles. If you're burning boring candles, you can go anywhere and just get a three-wick candle and light it, and it's just going to sit there and burn. Spiral candles, you're going to go, you're going to light that candle, and your guests are going to go, wow, that's really neat. Spiral light candle? Yeah, where do you get them? Spiralightcandles.com. I don't even have a telephone number for you to give. I have a website. There are many different colors. There are many different scents, and there are many different, many different sizes to choose from. All you have to do is go to their website. We saw the Nelsons the other day at the, uh, the town hall meeting, and they're just great people. They're wonderful people. And they're advertising on Garage Logic because they choose wisely. They're not in every single store. You can't buy them everywhere. There's certain locations, and it tatters all. They've got the uh, old fa- brandy old fashioned scent, and it smells really good. Mini donuts, yep. Cylinder index, yep. Just go to the website and pick spirallightcandles.com. For your hostess gifts, I got you covered. Spirallightcandles.com. <laughs> Kenny, do you want the floor? Or you keep Maybe you saying pushing back against you is too strong of a statement. Um, I, I'm not so much pushing back. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about this particular issue. Here, let's go to our streets, and they put an update out here, November 7th. You probably read from this yesterday when I wasn't paying attention. Um, but there's a, a couple of really interesting facts in here. In the last six winters alone, there have been over 30,000 submitted complaints of uncleared sidewalks. And so I saw that and I go, wait a minute, 30,000, six years. That's 5,000 a year. And then I looked up the population in Minneapolis, 425,000, a little bit over. We just did the math. So 1.2% of the population has, com- has um, complained about unshoveled sidewalks, right? Right. So keep that in mind. Then I delved into further into their plan, and I started looking at the maps. They have a map um, that they want. It's called the Pedestrian Priority Network. Mm-hmm. And it looks like when you and, and streets are highlighted, it looks like they've highlighted the emergency snow routes. So it's not every street and not every avenue. For instance, in my old neighborhood, it's 38th Street. Um, it's Cedar Avenue, it's Bloomington Avenue, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not every street. And they're advocating um, what for those streets? 
that these are the streets that the city should take under their wing and they should plow these much like they do the snow emergency street um, routes, okay? Right. And, and then I realized this, our streets BS, this is just a lobbying group. And they say in their update, hold on, I got to go back to it. Disappointingly, Mayor Fry, Public Works Director Anderson Kelleher, and city council members continue to ignore this issue. Instead of piloting this thing, what they want to do is um, find people more, which is what they've been doing in years past. And then the city comes out and shovels it. Um, and this is just a lobbying group. They have no power. Okay, hold on, hold on. I know where you're going here. Um, and I, I think we should be concerned about this. And I think we should keep our eye on this. But I don't think it's something we should worry about now because the city is not down with this. $6 million is what they want. That's a lot of money. Now, my question to them is, the day after the riots, you know what I discovered? I went down to Lake Street with garbage bags and shovels and brooms and anything I could throw in the truck to help clean up. When something needs to be done, people volunteer. They don't sign up to volunteer. They just go out and do it. If these people spent more time going out and finding people to help, hmm. sign up for our group. When it snows, we go out and shovel, pick a route. It's much like uh, when you're driving to rural uh, areas and you see garbage, these little signs, this two stretch of uh, roadways, garbage is picked up by the Boy Scouts, blah, 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 blah. Right. Why don't they focus on that? And then my second point is. Is this your last point? Yeah. Where the hell are the lobbying groups for the like-minded GL people, the people that have the GL mindset? How come we're not out there doing crap like this? Well, let me answer that one first. Go ahead. Uh, how would you even construct a lobbying group to say we want to shovel our own sidewalks? You know what GLers would do? GLers would say, wait a minute. I'll help out. Yeah. I'll now, help me, out. Me, I'll, I'll bring my snowblower over to Cedar and do between 39th and 38th. I can do that. Let me uh, pick apart your so-called pushing back. Uh, I'll push back against you ideologically. Number one, you're citing some material from November 7th. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, between November 7th and yesterday, they certainly had a willing Star Tribune print. Oh, really? A significant weren't you paying attention yesterday? I didn't see you were anything. here. Oh, Jesus, we did the whole thing, and you were sitting right. I told here. you I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> which is in this case not funny. The Bring Star it. Tribune had a whole thing in which uh, the Robin Wansley, for example, yeah, the city yeah, okay. councilwoman, right. found it entirely within reason ideologically that this would only cost six million dollars. Then they then also we found a citizen out shoveling her sidewalk who said, I think it's a good idea yeah, the city take that. it over. I, I did rewatch that. So ideologically, that. you're being driven by people who think uh who think nothing of of uh putting this burden on the government so other people can pay for it. This, so these I'm reading the biographies of the members of this group for this exact reason. Where's Fry on this? The little guy said yesterday that uh, he doesn't know where he is. He might be willing to play along because he thinks seasonal barriers create safety problems for the residents mm -hmm. of Minneapolis. You're you're dealing here with a complete 
ideological overview of the city that has nothing to do with common sense. Nothing. We need somebody to propose to just the old system could work if they were more, I don't know, active, motivated. What's the word? It does work. You just said it works. 1.2% of the population on an annual basis might complain about an unshoveled sidewalk. The system is working. People shovel their own sidewalks. What we're dealing with is we have a group in this play, in place mm -hmm. on this occasion called Our Streets Minneapolis. And we're discovering who are they? What do they want? What are they up to? Well, they're just a lobbying group. Well, just a lobbying group that finds ideological brothers and sisters who've been elected. So here they are, Ashwat Narayanan, the executive director, Haley Foydell, operations and development director, uh, Jose Antonio Zayas Caban, advocacy director, Ember Rasmussen, they, them, community development and events manager. Now we get down to Alex Burns, transportation policy coordinator, pronouns he, him. Alex joins the team, bringing his experience as a climate and environmental justice organizer and activist, which means nothing. Right. He's worked as a national park ranger, well, that would have been cool, on local and state campaigns and as an outreach specialist at a sustainable transportation nonprofit. That means nothing. In his free time, Alex enjoys hiking biking and feeding earthworms to his pet salamander smoky no no way. no no, no. Totally no. Made that up. I did his name that. isn't smoky his name I is not smoky I'm, I'm willing to bet that every single person on your list is basically the same person with different skin i mean seriously you could go down the list and well, i'm all, not done they're all 100 percent alike so uh, it's not doing us as GLers any good. We've got to go to those two city council members and the mayor and make one hell of a lot of noise. This does GLers good. I'm trying to tell you what we're up against. And well, this is true. We know everywhere in the country. Commies. The you get to the country's us Unqualified commies. Oh, we go to Raquel City Dash Wagner, community <laughs> engagement specialist. Oh. We're arguing even though we agree. Right. Right. <laughs> Pronouns. She, Raquel is a disability services regional manager, political and community organizer, and musician based in Minneapolis. She has spent thousands of hours doing field work for various political campaigns in multiple states and has used those organizing skills to build networks of mutual aid and support for her community. She is passionate about work that betters the lives of her neighbors in real and meaningful ways. Okay. Then we get down to Allie Soller, organizer, pronoun she, her. As a longtime Minneapolis resident who loves data, she is thrilled at the opportunity to use her skill set built in her 20-year career in data and retail management to advocate for and implement projects that improve the community around her. She can typically be found in her home on the north side with more cats than seem feasible. Whoa. All right. You're not making that up either, are you? No. Sam Peterson, organ uh, pronoun she, her. The picture appears to be of a female. Sam is originally, she's an organizer. Sam is originally from a small town in Wisconsin and relocated to the Twin Cities for her undergraduate education at the U of M. She is currently an MSN candidate at the University of St. Thomas, uh, master's in social something. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. 
Outside of her studies, she really enjoys biking with her partner, ballroom dancing, and attending free events around the country. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. around the area. Yeah. She is truly excited to help make the Twin Cities more navigable and accessible as a person who has explored the city through biking, walking, transit, and driving throughout her time here. All right. Here's Greg Hindi. He's an organizer. Pronouns he, him. In college, Greg studied cognitive science, art, and creative writing, and he continues to pretend to be a college student in his free time. When not studying or making amateur art, he has worked jobs that allow him to get outside and learn something new about the community. You might see Greg, his partner, Nicole, and their two dogs, Pablo and Parka, exploring Minneapolis on Mocha Dick. Their yellow and orange tandem Mocha what? Dick. That's the you name of their bike. The new okay. coffee flavor. It's their yellow and orange tandem bike that? and vehicle of choice for reimagining the possibilities of the urban landscape. Riley Slavic organizer, pronouns he and him. Riley is a resident of the East Isles neighborhood and loves to traverse the city on foot and bike. He finds joy in seeing how streets can connect communities and wants to be a part of helping that become more of a reality in Minneapolis and St. Paul, exploring and understanding different areas of the city as a favorite pastime for this Minneapolitan. Hmm. All right. Honest to God, how many of these people are there? I'm sending, them a I'm sending them a nasty comment, which there's a place where you can comment on yeah. their website. <laughs> Eric Forsty, organizer, pronouns he, him. Eric has been working as a canvasser since Working America, community affiliate of the AFL-CIO, first hired him in 2019. Before then, he has worked as a software engineer and a substitute teacher. Since then, he volunteered extensively for various campaigns in the Minneapolis city election and was hired by Workers Cooperative, the people's canvas for the final month of the election. He canvassed extensively for Jeremiah Allison and Robert, I'm sorry, Robin Wansley, uh, who is in favor of what these people want to do, both of whom won election by very slim margins. He hails from Cincinnati, but has spent his entire Adult life moving back and forth between the Bay Area and Minneapolis. Returning here most recently for good, he said, in 2009. After spending some years in Harrison and Longfellow, he is delighted to have recently moved back to Minneapolis' central neighborhood, a few blocks from Powderhorn Park. And I think we're coming to the end. Oh, God, we're not. <laughs> Nick Hutchinson, organizer, pronouns he and him. Nick has been a cycling and transit advocate for 20 plus years. He is a member of the Whittier Alliance Board of Directors and organizes a monthly free sale in Whittier Park. Isn't that an oxymoron? Free sale? Yeah. All right. He is also an amateur musician, artist, and trivia whiz, and sometimes host. No one what kind of trivia he's got to do with anything. Uh, Joe. Uh, loves getting around Minneapolis by bicycle, foot, or transit. You'll note that not one person has said they love to get around by car. Nope. This is an anti-car yeah. advocacy group community. Joe loves getting around Minneapolis by foot or transit, bicycle. He spends a lot of time thinking about government power and how that power is used <laughs> and misused. What a fun existence In the name is. of making our community safer. Joe wants our community to build power for better infrastructure for people, for mitigating climate change, and against 
ineffective, punitive, discriminatory enforcement strategies. Joel lives on the West Bank and works downtown. All right. Nina Clark, vice president. Oh, boy. Now we're getting up there, huh? Pronoun she, her. Okay. Nina has worked for over 25 years in cultural organizations, which has led her to position today as a program officer making grants to arts and cultural organizations. Her professional interests lie in artist collaboration, community engagement, organizational development, and dynamic public offerings. She is passionate about the possibilities around marrying community needs, broad social issues, and cultural offerings. Nina has a Bachelor of Arts in History from McAllister College and her Master's of Professional Studies in Arts and Cultural Leadership at the University of Minnesota. She was a founding member of the Cycling Museum of Minnesota and has volunteered with several other Minnesota nonprofits. During her free time, the weather usually decides for her whether she'll be on her bike or at her sewing machine. Okay, let me stop right there. We We have more to go through and we're going to. But there's another common thread. These are all products of the failed academy. Of course. And they all have degrees that render them unemployable. Wow. You don't want, you you know, we're going to die. Okay. And when you die, you get stuff. Today? Hell, the way way we're going, it could be. Why not? Could be. If you do, though, you better have your stuff in order. Do I have time then to do it during the show? Right. (laughs) Eckberg Lamberts have been preparing estate plans and wills for more than 70 years. Uh, I know it's uh, tricky to talk about. Yeah, but we're all going to pass on. And when we do, you leave stuff behind. And you want your family to be able to handle that smoothly. Most principally, you want it to stay out of the courts. Eckberg Lamberts will arrange that. And if you don't think you need it, think again, because everybody has something. You don't want to leave your family in a lurch. They also do a lot of property work. You got some property transfers within the family; yep. those can become a little hairy. Okay. They'll take care of that. Let's do they it. have, uh, they have, they'll be able to put a plan in place for your family that keeps the courts out of your life. The estate planning to do this now. Don't wait. You got to do it. You got to have it because you know what? No, not the hour or the time. No, or the not day the hour. Or whatever that saying is. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make your estate, make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this. I don't care how old you are. Take care of this. 651-439-2878. You'll either thank me or you thank them. Right. Mm -hmm. Probably them. Or visit Eckberg Lammers at ekberglammers.com slash will. These are all failed academy people. So I, oh, me. I can't take. It. I composed this beautiful comment, shutting them down, and then I realized I have to create a count, an account with our streets, Minneapolis. Oh, I wouldn't do that. In order for them to see this. But you're already. You live up in the middle of nowhere. They won't find you. They'd have to ride their bike to get there. <laughs> take them forever. Uh, my, my, close, my closing line, instead of relying on the government to coddle you, get off your backsides and take the matter into your own hands and get it done. But and that's, that's not what they've... That's, that's, that's in reference to me telling them 
right. the, the city already does job of removing snow from streets what makes you think they can do it on the sidewalks but that that has that's no longer in their bloodstream right right it doesn't even enter their it doesn't minds. exist in their right, mind right these are these the are people. freeloaders right yeah they would stand in their house looking out the window as the neighbor oops sorry Ken. The, oh, yeah. the, the thought i had too was is this why we're in such or places are having such trouble hiring people yes. because they're pursuing this as a career no but what i'm saying is these people aren't even interested in entering the workforce they're going through the activist slash politician route um i did tell pat one you want me to tell him does that pay 115 i mean they're just trying to get on the government teeth how do they get paid you know well the one guy is uh you've got utilities how do they pay for their drugs what am I doing? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, Pat's at the, the prep bowl, isn't he? So he's going to be at the damn stadium. Mm-hmm. Who's playing right now? Did you go to Dennis? I, I did not. Okay. I couldn't. Did Matt? Everybody was. Did Matthew back. play for him? No, Matthew didn't play at the same time. He played um, freshman baseball. That was it. Oh, but he, he was sitting on a grant. That's right. What am I talking about? Talking to uh, Payne. I don't know if I talked to you about it at all. Uh, Matt, oh, Payne? What? What a trip. What an interesting guy. Yeah. He was, his dad was a cop in Toronto. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I got him talking about um, the last time he skated. Was that first outdoor game that they had? Yeah, and they needled him, needled him until finally he said, "Okay, I'll do it." And uh, he hadn't been on his skates in years, and he went out there, and he said it all came back to him pretty quick. And he was, you know, in the flow, muscle memory. Yeah, right. But he said it just it it wasn't the same, and he couldn't figure out what the deal was. And finally, it occurred to him. This little pad fell off yesterday. The crowd is sixty right here feet from the. Area. Tell him to shut up. Joe, be quiet for some other case. Tell him the story. Sixty feet away That's from the boards, all the way around. Yeah. You know, it was a show business game. It had nothing to do with being there and seeing the action. Right. I mean, they when they were that far away, I bet they couldn't even see the puck. Probably not. Right. right. Well, I, I had a couple of people that attended the one. Was the Winter Classic at Target Field just last year? Yeah, at Target. They said it was awful. Well, first of all, it was brutally cold. But I went to the TCF Bank Stadium one when it was freezing. When the uh, they played the Wild, played the Blackhawks. Yeah, Yeah. he's putting in. What are you talking about, Painter and the outdoor game? He's putting in an outdoor ring at uh, that place in Hastings. Cool there. Yeah. He's part of that veterans group. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I said, well, you got yourself a Zamboni. He's like, are you kidding me? We got six of them. Is that going to be an outdoor rink? Yeah. yeah. Not refrigerated. Yeah. Yeah. Refrigerated outdoor rink. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready? Yes. I thought uh, I was doing a Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. I told Pat 115. Yeah, I'm rolling here. I, I know this is taking a lot of time, but I'm fascinated by this. I'm rolling. Kenny's got seat foam. Let's go. Okay. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Sushiro. I try not to uh, tell you how to live your life. That's a, that's Joe's job. 
But I was I was serious yesterday, 100%. As serious as a heart attack when I said the first day of every month is Seafoam Day. Uh, so if you miss it yesterday, stop into your favorite store um, and pick up a can of Seafoam. And when you're getting your other stuff, your loaf of white bread and your ketchup and, and whatever. Uh, because the Seafoam, once a month, that's really going to help your vehicle, no matter how old it is. Brand new, you know, 10 years old. 200,000 miles, it doesn't matter. It keeps all those parts moving um, and happy. It stabilizes the fuel. It preserves ignition vapors. It's just good medicine for your car. Uh, the pitch should be for Seafoam. Works hard, works smarter, not harder. Uh, very easy to find, like I said, convenience stores, auto parts stores, uh, any NAC hardware store in the land, even big box stores. They've got it by the crate, by the pallet. A local company with global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. All right, we're up to number 14, the 14th staff member <laughs> of, <laughs> of Power Streets, Minneapolis. And she is Alyssa Schuffman, treasurer, pronouns she, her. Alyssa is a multimodal commuter. commuter. Let me stop right there. That that's, that's nothing that needs to be on a resume. That's true. You know, no, you want to go get a job, and no, do you think the us. people who hiring you gets a bleep how you got? Yeah, there? yeah. In the case of our streets, you better believe they care. Well, that's true. It so, shows their true meaning. Then Alyssa is a multimodal commuter in Midtown Phillips resident who loves exploring her community on foot, bike, bus, and train. When Alyssa shifted the way she got around, it changed the way she related to her body and her community. As an abolitionist, what? What, is it, what, what does that mean, I wonder? Isn't that a Civil War term? Yeah. Year-round bicyclist and person who has been injured by a driver while on her bike, she cares deeply about making Minneapolis a better place for people walking, rolling, and bicycling. So she really hates cars. Alyssa brings a decade of experience in the nonprofit sector to her service on the board and also serves on the City of Minneapolis Bicycle Advisory Committee. Uh-huh. We I could look that up and do the same thing we're doing today. Abolitionist, a person who favors the abolition of a practice or institution, especially capital punishment or formerly slavery. Well, I think I'm an abolitionist then. I think I am as well. Was it in reference to automobiles? I think she wants to abolish yeah. cars. That yeah. would be my guess. Uh, Alyssa brings a decade of experience in the nonprofit sector to her service on the board and also serves in the City of Minneapolis Bicycle Advisory Committee outside of transportation work. She loves to ferment. What? Play tabletop RPGs. What is that? I don't know. What tabletop? Ferment what? I don't know. She just likes to ferment stuff. Her, is she talking about herself? So she doesn't She doesn't take a shower for months at a time? Gross. Ooh. Girl, stinky. Somebody <laughs> fermenting around here. <laughs> you rot. She loves to ferment. Play tabletop RPGs and write speculative isn't, fiction. Isn't an RPG a rocket? Rocket powered grenade. Yes. Isn't that what that yes. is? Yes. <laughs> Alyssa reads about 100 books a year and is always looking for recommendations. Okay, I've got one for you. 
Garage Logic, the companion guide to life in the radio tower. She wouldn't make it through the first chapter. What are the best tabletop RPGs for beginners? What is our, does they Dungeons say? Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. If you thought that a beginner in the world of role-playing games. Oh. Oh, role-playing role games. games. Hey. Like you did huh? when you were on vacation, Such. Huh? Uh-huh. Was she's 14? A little missionary work. Yeah, let's go to 15. <laughs> on vacation, remember that? Let's go to yeah. number 15, Samya Jane. She doesn't even have the. We're now onto the staff members who don't even have titles. Okay. It's just pronouns. They're also them. She, her. Samya has been an advocate for active transportation because that's the best kind. Yeah, I don't you like hate transportation. Just stay still. Yes, you don't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Stagnant transportation doesn't work for me. So, Sammy has been an advocate for active transportation and VMT reduction. Okay, vehicle miles traveled. We know that now because she doesn't have to worry about getting the kids to school yeah. or getting them to a soccer game in Woodbury. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, 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 VMT. How do you know that? You looked it up. Thank you. Thank you. So, Kelsey and all you other minion BSers out there, cut the crap. I uh, I have value today. Samia, Samia has been an advocate for active transportation and VMT reduction for a while now. At her day job at State Smart Transportation Initiative, she helps state departments of transportation and local governments make greener mobility oh investments. Oh, my God. Samia holds a degree in Master of Urban Planning from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and comes to our streets, Minneapolis, with a diverse background in transportation planning and community engagement. In other words, she's the 15th member of the staff who actually so doesn't really work. Unreal. Not, these aren't jobs. Before you go to the next one, uh, I apologize if I'm in the, like a 25 minute delay here, but I now realize these are people to fear. Absolutely, That's what I've been telling you because you did because these are the people that have been pushing for all these GD bike lanes that have taken over our life, and we haven't done anything about it except grouse and bitch. We haven't done nothing to push back. We're not there. Where are the GL or lobbyists to push back against this BS? We're not done with Samia. Two years back, Samia made the decision of selling her car, of course, and relying completely on non-auto modes of travel. And, and I've noticed a change in the climate since she did this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, does, it does feel a little... In her six years of stay in the U.S., I don't know where she might be from, she has lived in four different Midwestern cities and loves to explore them on foot. And through their transit network, she finally moved to Minneapolis in early 2020 and hopes to call it oh. home for the foreseeable future, which is a, a euphemism until she gets another freeloader gig that's better than this one. Right. How, how did she get here, Joe? Did she uh, she, walked. she loaded up her gear in a She got here and... on active transportation. Then yes. turned yes. against it. See, the folks in the country, when we hear people like this don't have cars, we're like, Woohoo! She's not coming out here. <laughs> she believes that being able to work towards improving active traveling, again, active traveling is the best way, right? Right. Because that means you're not standing still. Right. She believes in improving active traveling in Minneapolis isn't just part of her professional goals, would be what but would be extremely fulfilling personally. All right. Number 16, Clara Jung, J-U-N-G. Pronouns, pronouns, she, her. Clara is a Whittier resident who can frequently be found walking or rollerblading around her neighborhood 
on the hunt for good food. Oh, where All do you right? hunt for good food? The trash? After, after many years commuting in the Twin Cities in Seoul without a car, that would be S-E-O-U-L, Clara adopted the belief that cities that encourage active transportation and safe streets for pedestrians are achievable, more equitable for our neighbors, and better for the climate. Professionally, Clara works in philanthropy and has experience raising money for higher education institutions, social services, public health, and homelessness prevention. Outside of work, she enjoys playing clarinet and helping folks, and it's spelled correctly there, helping folks get out the vote and delivering cookies to her neighbors. Oh, freshly baked? I well, I so. like cookies. Number 17, Elise Chow's. Are you going to do the whole list? I, I There's only 17 now, more. I'm so enamored by this, I can't see straight. <laughs> Don't interrupt him, he's rolling. Yeah. Elise Chow, pronoun she, her. Elise is a re recent graduate of Washington University in St. Louis and has previously worked as the finance director of a student-run nonprofit organization in St. Louis. The intersection between sustainability and equity is something that she is very passionate about. about. In her free time, Elise loves to run around the lakes and get outdoors as much as possible. Okay. So do I. Me too. Yeah. Number 18, Kelly Goldthorpe. She, her. Kelly grew up playing in the streets with her neighborhood friends from an early age. These formative experiences shaped her views, and as an adult, she enthusiastically embraces the idea that streets are for people, not just cars. Oh. oh but she's wrong. She hopes to bring her passion for safe, walkable neighborhoods to the Our Streets Board. An avid biker, Kelly has made cycling a big part of her life for the past decade. Previously working in a bike share in Chicago, teaching learn-to-ride classes in New York City, and now riding around the Twin Cities. She's never worked a day in her life. According to this. Maybe she has, but not according to this. That's it. She was the last one on the list. The board meets on the first Tuesday of every month at 6 p.m. If you're interested in more information about the board, contact us at info at ourstreetsminneapolis.org. I bet those so are precious. It just occurred to me, even if these people had had regular jobs, normal jobs, where they clock in on the, you know, every day, they wouldn't put it on this resume because they're ashamed of it. These are 18 people who have considerably more clout in the city of Minneapolis than somebody paying $30,000 a year in property taxes has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Considerably more clout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or think about a business that's paying. Yeah. It, I'm telling laughable. you, there needs to be a group to oppose this group. I just was going to touch on this. So what Kenny, what you're proposing is uh, a group called Mind Your Own Business. Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> it has 18 staff members, and the resumes of everyone on it would include a real job yeah. and what kind yeah. of car they own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. no pronouns. And this, this is going to make us come off as hating people that can't get around with ease in the winter. I don't think we've said that. The entire time that I lived in Minneapolis, I shoveled and snowblowed other people's walks and driveways because they weren't able to. Of course you did. And that's my because point. That's, GL. that's what GLers do. It's not this BS. No. 
No. I mean, if the whole sidewalk has been done except for one patch in front of one house, me and the other GLers on the block are racing to that patch with our snowblowers to see who gets there first. That's what we do. And I know you said earlier you weren't worried about this group. But no, I've changed my mind. Yeah, no, you're right. We need to fear this group. Well, because they already have the ear of uh, yeah. the city council, right? Those two meatheads. Yeah. Did you catch the commonality in all of those resumes? Though? Yeah, they like to explore. You know why? They got a hell of a lot of free time. They do. They do. <laughs> With the exception of the one guy that mentions his wife and his dogs, yep. there was no mention of There's families. no mention of children. Correct. No one no one has oh, children. It'd be fun to know how, how many of them are renters. I, I'm going to bet all, all of 18. them. Yep, I'm going to bet all of them. The house. That the would house. be my guess. That would be my guess. So their sidewalks are already being taken care of uh, by the landlord. Right. It's not in their worldview. I know this becomes a bit arcane, but shoveling the sidewalk, uh, it's a traditional Midwestern task. Yep. In Nebraska, they say scoop the walk, whatever. Yeah. None <laughs> of these people are involved in traditional tasks. As, as a traditional task might pertain to a life lived on behalf of your family, for example, your children and, and your, uh, your spouse. And I got to make sure her car has gas in it and I better shovel the driveway and, and on and on and on. None of that is, they don't lead that life. Nope. nope. The life of... When you have them, I remember this as a child, and I did this as a parent. The shoveling experience, when you're trying to keep up, when it's there's six inches already, it's still coming down. Well, you're out times. there with the kids. Yeah. It's fun and festive. And Forget kids. Kids are not part of their dynamic either. No. no, I'm not saying they, for all I know, they love children. That's neither here nor there. But I bet you a dollar none of these people intend to have any. Mm -mm. I wouldn't take that bet. Well, I hope you're right. Because you're, you're oh, right, right on. That's and if they accidentally do, they rush off and, you know, get the hook. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> uh, there's a few of them I can tell you that aren't going to have any. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Got it. I think I do. Yeah. Um, this has been kind of irritating since the subject was brought up. This topic? Yeah, no, me too. A callback, Rook, to uh, the beginning of the show. Yo. I Ain't Got Time to Bleed was released in June of 1999. Yep, she's been sitting on the bookshelf for a while. What compelled you to wait? You worked with the guy for a while. What, what are the other three books? What, what compelled you 23 years in the making of, you know what, hot damn, it's time to crack that baby open. Let's, uh, you know what? Truth be told, I was looking for a little insight for a potential future um, podcast interaction or podcast yeah. that we, that was the reason that I grabbed it. Um, are and you I, sure you weren't shut just, it down at nine? Yeah. We're, got you it. Weren't I just got look, it. Were you just looking for mentions of you in the book? Yeah. And uh, when, when people here tend to write books, I generally don't get mentioned uh, at all. Can we talk about a cliche for a moment? Yes. Uh, does it occur to these people, well, maybe to be fair, 
maybe they look at me and think I'm a cliche. Oh, of course they do. You know, an old white yeah. capitalist. Old oh, absolutely. absolutely. Isn't that get off my lawn to people? Right. Isn't right. that essentially what the mayor of St. Paul said about you publicly? Well, I don't know what he said. He said, I'm not playing on the team or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Amber Rasmussen, oh. just to pick one, not to, uh, she is the community development events manager, they, them. Uh, okay. Uh, she got the cliche haircut. She's got the cliche pronouns. She's got the the cliche interests, gardening, vegan food, going for a walk, creating experience. She's a she's just a walking cliche. Ember, I love you. No offense against you. I just picked you. You can say the same thing about me, but I realize I'm a cliche. Do these people realize they're cliches? I don't think. So. I don't think they do. I don't think I so. Think they, I, th I think they're making a difference. I think they're aspiring to be just who they are. Well, then maybe they have wonderful, comfortable lives. God knows they're not overworked. Maybe. They got to have stress-free lives. They don't do anything. And yet they'll wield great power. It's amazing. It's amazing how this fail-safe has failed. You can put the picture of Sam Peterson's head on top of her body on this page. These are the people also responsible for open streets, um, Minneapolis, where they closed down, you know, four or five blocks of the city but to see, traffic the, the, for events. I, the, this, this has come up before. This, this ideology has had its roots in the pedestrian movement, for example. Right. St. Paul went through the period where you'd grab a flag on your side of the street and Put it in the barrel on the other side of the street to stop the traffic, and so what? it's been around a while. But in uh, in this in these eighteen nineteen people on the staff of uh, our streets, Minneapolis, what you really find are people who believe or disdain the automobile to the point where they don't think the street should be for automobiles. They should be for bikers, rollers, walkers. How do you get to that point? I mean, they acknowledge the existence of the automobile, but uh, they they think that the streets are not principally for automobiles. Well, yes, they are. Sidewalks are for people. Streets are yeah, for yes, automobiles. Yes, they are. It's got to drive them crazy that not too many people ride their bicycles in the winter. Doesn't that? Doesn't that? And just looking around and seeing the amount of automobiles and pickups and trucks and semis, that's got to really get their coat. And if that's the case, that makes me really happy. Take a break, Reeves. You sure? Yeah. You need a little time out? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, I forgot about Pat. Well, you done pulling on that sheet? Yep. <laughs> well, that was a good one to pull on. They're all the same person. Oh, all the same failed yeah. academy graduate. Yeah, record that. S word. Kenny, have you seen the video of that Wisconsin trooper taking on that car head on the wrong way driver? Nope. Holy F. Who died? Nobody, but the trooper says, well, I got to take this guy out. I hope, he, did, I hope he got up to an turn sideways. He did. Get hit in the back. What did the one gal say she was into? Fermenting? Yeah, fermenting. 
He likes to ferment shit. Role-playing games? Hey, uh, honey. Uh, I, uh, what are you into? How about some fermenting? <laughs> Let's ferment these apricots. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> fermenting. What? When, when, when you the say guy's role- got a pet salamandry feed worms. Yeah. When, when you say role-playing, my mind goes to one area. Whips one and chains. I cannot believe you mentioned your idea. Town Council. <laughs> oh my God! Why? I am because you weren't in the room like I was when Rookie damn near killed Kenny. And I'm telling you, it hurt my chest. Was I thought I was going to have to give him CPR. He was laughing. I think so it's hard. a good thing we didn't do that again. Oh. Yeah. All the all fell, Joey. It might. I. What was I, Joey D's role? I think it, <laughs> it might. Well. I don't think we can no. help meet. Uh, well, yeah, you know. He was on uh, cleanup. Oh, God. <laughs> Rookie, you're sick. You're a sick human being. That, it might be the funniest thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. What made it funny was Pat was talking to you so we could hear Ricey's actual voice as Rookie's pretending to be. Hey, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> We're good. Oh, God. Where I didn't good? pay my phone bill. Help me up here. Uh, He's at U.S. Bank. Help me up here. Oh, no. It was it was seriously sure graphic. It was, well, it I've was, heard it all my life. No. This morning, so I'm this sure is, it was funny. If it was a stage play, it could only be seen in, like, Tijuana, okay? Right. Or Cuba before the revolution. <laughs> I mean, Cuba seriously. before the revolution? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, it was disturbing. <laughs> I'm glad that part of my life is over. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that on tape anymore? Uh, no, it was oh, all God. off the no, air. Oh, no, but is it, did it get taped? No. Oh, because you turn your mic off the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we were all, yeah. You guys were doing, you know, it was that three and four thing. Right? You weren't yeah. paying any attention to us. Oh, God, no, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Hey, she doesn't like that. <laughs> Probably golf. Why are you that? You always lost us when you guys went into golf. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to find that trooper thing. All oh, their heads still. <laughs> he say stuff like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. 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 I think yes. it was retweeted by Julie. That's how I. Do you it. remember the Eddie Murphy bit from one of his um, comedy LPs where he played Mr. T? Yeah, that was raw. It, it, it was raw. It was along the same vein. Okay. Slow down, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The oh, same. Geez. The same general theme. Yes. <laughs> Mr. T. Raw was funny, man. He oh, was God, so funny at so Raw. Good. Aunt Bunny falling down the stairs. Oh, my God. My shoe. Boom, 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 boom. Lord, help me, Jesus. I don't make a lot of money doing these ads. Then make a lot of money. Oh. Oh, no. We can't talk about that now. No. Well, um, the big man is not answering. I'll give him another minute. That's all right. But um, right, I can speak in general terms. Chris, uh, we're going to see a little bit of a, something for the effort on Wednesday night, right? Oh, I, yeah. What are we doing? That I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I honestly I'm don't know. not. 
I'll bet you a dollar. Me either, probably. As an independent contractor, though, I think Dan usually reaches out. Yeah. Well, I'm an employee of my talk, but an mm. independent contractor with this show. <clears throat> little something. Maybe we'll let you be the advocate to say, hey, uh, how should the guys. Well, usually he calls me and, and tells me, and it's for me and you and John. Well, usually like for the state fair stuff where he'll say, right, yeah. Right. I'm not worried, but I just know no. that he's going to offer. Yeah, I'll no. take it for sure. Nor am I. Anyway, that's a topic for other times. So true. Funny how it seems. So, no Royce then. Have you talked to him? I, te I texted him earlier, and I was telling him I'd hit, you know, round one, but, you know, Joe was, was not. Look at that. Huh? Pretty thick. Pretty gray. I got her, uh, I, I put a little extra hairspray in there. She's been moving around. What? Huh? You use hairspray? Candy, this, sh this shit doesn't stay perfect. <gasps> Look at it. No, look at that. Get a buzz cut. Uh, I might have to pull a chair up next to the stove tonight. Uh oh, she got the flu. Oh, she yes. got the bed. Same in my house. I had to sleep in the upstairs bedroom last night. Hit her at 11 o'clock. Oh, was, no. Hit her hard. I don't have to pull that chair up and say, uh, sit here. Uh, pepper steak. Tell me what to uh, do. Yeah. Just get takeout. I, I got a number for you. 698-0721. What is it? Carbonis on Randolph Ooh. and Dabber. I, I made her uh, I oh, made her take. Stuff. Well, she do. had to take a COVID test before I would go in the house last yeah. night. Otherwise, I was sleeping here in my studio. How about George from the Gopher Bar Dine? Well, you hear about the Lindbergh kidnapping? Hey, um, he wasn't here though on Monday. Such, we should have Morgan. Seventy-five. We, we should we should have Morgan for the uh, one thousand show. I think she'd be oh, down with that. Ever. Yes. Yes. What do you want to do? Do you just want to skip Racy? Oh, he's probably got here. memoromania. What? He's uh, the prep bowl. He is sponsored, so I'll just play the theme and say we're trying to reach Patrick. But uh, no, do you want to be Pat today? What's there to talk about? Um, Joey D. Joey D. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not yeah, doing I can do Go in the other room. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Reavers, is this public knowledge? What? This big show we're doing in January? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. No. I did mention that we're having a meeting. I think it's on Tuesday next week. Did you really want to anything in the game of flaws? Okay. Um, did you pick a venue already? Yes, did they? Okay. they yes. did. We didn't, but it's a good one. It's right. going to be awesome. I've been to a very exotic British car show at that venue. Yeah, no, really? it, it, yeah. plus we've got a place for the uh pre and post game show oh, right across the street. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll give her a call. Who Morgan? Morgan. Yeah, Morgan Wolf's now on Carol Evan. What are you doing? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. I still don't know where it is. Don't know where what is the one thousandth show. So we're kind Hopkins, of making it. Uh, we're kind of making it public right now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we kind of are. We're we're not see wish you efforts would shut your big fat. <laughs> okay. So true. 
Funny how it seems. Now see the uh, eight council members. See how this works now? It's the magic. Local log for Are you calling me or am I calling you? And then, don't uh, give away the secrets. Well, they see how they don't seeing. know this. You, now you're getting something you've never heard before, have you? You've never seen this before. Uh, and and town council members, I don't know what to tell you. Apparently, new town council members signing on get a hat. And I'm with you. That wasn't fair that you didn't get a hat. But you know what? Tough shit. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Wow. Hey, town wow. council, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. No, seriously, new ones are getting them hat. I don't know why that, why every town council member didn't get a hat. I don't know the answer to that. And people are yelling at me. Oh, you know who signed up yesterday is my gal Angie. The head of your fan club. Yeah. I the thought she already member. was a member. Yeah. No, of what? She was on. She was on my. She was my plus one. Oh, she <laughs> yeah. was your guest. <laughs> yes, I walked in with her and Stacy and Stacy's husband. Is yeah. Stacy's husband a town council member? I would assume. Or so. was he her guest? Um, I don't know. He I must was... have been her guest, and Stacy and, and Angie was your guest. Hold on, she's she's listening. She'll text me in about <laughs> thirty seconds here. Um. Uh, oh, you. What is this picture? You sent Joe. That's the thing you keep ripping. It's just got some stuff to be taken care of. Check out the it's, interior. It's beautiful. It's brand new. Oh, my goodness. I'll send you a few more. Oh, I'm in love with this thing. Wow. Well, I don't think you have anything to be ashamed of there. Brooke, uh, were you calling today? Or? Oh, Oh, Angie was listening. Mike says he just turned us on. He's offended by my language. Angie was listening. John, to F you. And uh, <laughs> Stacy says that, yeah, Mr. Stacy was uh, her guest. Oh, there he is. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready with Roycey? Hi, John. You should be working right now, you lazy bastard. Yeah, you bastard. bastard. Okay, I'm not even going to ask if you're ready. I'm just going to go here. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Pat. Are you at U.S. Bank Stadium for the prep bowl? Yes. Who won? Well, you had a game go off at 10 a.m. Uh, that would have been. Minnesota versus Springfield. I'm sorry, Minnesota versus Springfield in Class 1A. Yes, that game is uh, complete. <laughs> who, who won that game? Yes. That one is a uh, – I wasn't here for that one, so let me check and see what the uh, – Scott, let me ask you. I asked hey, uh, what happened in that first round of the uh, prep board? They're going to get back to the game underway right now is 2A. That's Barnesville and Chatfield. Yes. Not uh, up at zero. Okay. And then you'll be staying for Simley and Hutchinson. Yes. Simley is in the real life. That's right. Hutch is, uh, Hutch is rural. That's right. And then yes. you, have to, you have the topper tonight at 7 p.m. Undefeated Maple Grove, 12-0. Versus undefeated Rosemount, twelve and zero. The Fighting Irish is uh, the squad I like. That's the Rosemount squad. Yes, it is. I don't know what Maple Grove's team name is. I think they're the Crimson. Crimson. 
The yeah. Crimson. Boy, you you were right on top of that, Pat. Thanks, Joe. That's my job. Royce, when is the last time these squads all played in a regular game? It's, I've got to think it's been weeks. It's only been two weeks, two kid. Little, yeah. Just two. Oh. Yeah, I have to take a couple of weeks off because they uh, rest and relaxation and uh, Thanksgiving. Well, that's a puzzle to this day. The Vikings had a Thanksgiving night game. And for some reason, that prohibited high schools from playing there on Friday and Saturday. Apparently, I don't yes. get it. Yeah. Do you get it, Pat? I'm not sure why. Not, uh, not a whole lot of turnover on the field because they just leave it as the, uh, it's the football field. field. They, don't, they don't switch it up. That's right. The football field. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, everything else all right. Uh, the wild one. Yeah, the county had a pretty good game last night. Yes, he uh, did. Pretty soft. Uh, Brisk the pass and a couple of assists. They were uh, they were right ready to get after those uh, Edmonton Oilers. But man, that Connor McDavid is a caliber player, isn't he? Yeah, but last night the commie was better. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes. And then, and then you have uh, you have the Jets coming in here to face the Vikings on Sunday. I think our squad is going to take care of the line. You think so? Not a problem. Yeah, the Jets, uh, the Jets are uh, they're a handful this year. They are, but right now, in true Viking fashion, they're peaking right now as opposed to the playoffs, right. which is their uh, which is their custom. Uh-huh. Everything all right with the game of flaws? No. Uh oh. We had a uh, a shoveling incident. Uh oh. What happened? Oh, I went out there to. Clear the uh, the walk, open up the garage door, and had to find where I left the shovel last season. Couldn't find the shovel, uh-huh. and uh, and I went back in, waddled back in, and shouted to Katie, who was buying something online downstairs. I said, "Hey, uh, DA, where's the uh, shovel?" And she said that uh, she had got rid of it last year with the intention of buying a new one. Oh, boy. Well, with all the online shopping she could have done, she could have ordered a shovel three months ago. That's great. She forgot. Oh, boy. I said, why? <laughs> How did you forget the shovel? And that uh, maybe that was a bad uh, icebreaker. Yeah. She's not uh, talking. Well, it wasn't really an icebreaker. It was, uh, see, an icebreaker is more yeah. something that starts the conversation. It's pretty much ended. Kind of breaks the ice. That's right. But you, 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 you ended the conversation. Yes, and uh, there have been no further conversations executed. I see. Hey, Johnny Height. Uh, I got a question for Johnny Height. He's, uh, he's not here on Fridays. He's not? No. Why does he get a four-day work week and we're all here actually, five days a week? Actually, it's three. A three-day work week. That's not my doing. I would prefer that he was here. I want the Johnny Height retirement plan. He <laughs> works less than rookie. <laughs> Look, sorry, that's not there, but uh, that guy works less than you is what's happening to you. Um, Ricey, I did see that uh, your colleague Chip Scoggins had sent out a, uh, a tweet in which he retweeted a few hours ago. If you're looking for a Christmas gift for someone, here you go. Another book signing is going to be happening Monday, December 12th from 4 to 6 p.m. at Tavern 23 in Edina. 
Tales from the Minnesota Sports Beat. All oh, right. I know that. Uh, Isn't that Lou Nanny's place? That is Louis's place, yes. Yes, that's, uh, yeah, Louis's got a spot there. He's a uh, pretty good spot. Great place to sell a book or two, yes. So, uh, and how come uh, you did bring a book for Such? I got it. But you didn't bring a book for me or Rookie or Kenny or John? Well, as I uh, mentioned before, and I, uh, I, I apologize soundly to my uh, – my producer partner for uh, almost 30 years now. I, uh, Chip, uh, Chip put the book together, and I uh, I uh, neglected to mention uh, the Rook at any point in time in the book. So I uh, I had to apologize. And, and uh, when I signed a book, I did Rook the book, and I signed it for him, and I said, uh, even though I forgot you, Rook, you're unforgettable. Uh, what do you say? You made an impact, Rook. You made an impact on me. Well, the other reason you haven't been giving books is because you'd have to pay for them. Yes. I. Um, the only thing now I run the risk of is uh, being like you and having a, a half a uh, semi-truckload of uh, unread garage logic books. <laughs> I uh, have to give those out at Christmas for three years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. Well, we can't thank you enough for taking time out from your busy day at the. You know, uh, I've learned, Joe, over the years. What? Uh, we should not be in the book business. That's right. Let's leave that to Camp and Randy Wayne White. That's right. I think you have a great point. Yes, I do. Yes. We'll because, stick to uh, fiat stock. Yeah, that. Uh, you still have yours, or did you uh, let her go and buy crypto coin? I, I know. I got my fiat stock. Yeah. Yeah, that you have the Pope Ryan for Fiat ten minutes and tell everybody that I not. What did he say? Yep. All right, Patrick, thank you. Hey, uh that sounds like a good plan. I'll uh, I'm gonna go have lunch with my buddy here now, okay? All right, very good. All right, Joey. Thank you. You have lunch with Joey D's. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that'll be a fun football game tonight. Undefeated Maple Grove and undefeated Rosemont. Uh, Maple Grove is becoming the new Eden Prairie in high school sports. Well, you know, Royce's theory. What's that? The farther out you get and still be called a suburb, the bigger the kids are. Yeah, that's true. You know, you got these little kids in the urban area, mm -hmm. and they're just not as nourished. Because isn't uh, Maple Grove, was not they a power in hockey, too? I have no idea. I, thought, I think so. Thought so. I think so. I got a nice note from uh, Lisa the Uper. Uh, well, you know that they call Maple Grove the Crimson Tide, so just call them Deacon Blues. All right. Uh, she said I can come up there and visit Stormy Cromer, the Stormy Cromer factory. Remember, we came up with my hat, oh, yeah. the Stormy Cromer hat. And she said if you're ever in Ironwood during the week, you can tour the Stormy Cromer facility. It's pretty interesting. They have a store with cool things. I might get a Stormy Cromer for my Black Lab Violet, signed Uper Lisa. Okay. She's up there with 80 inches of snow on the ground. Wow. Kelly writes, hey, I want a hat. I'm already a member. Also, I had so much fun at the town council meeting. It's my birthday next Wednesday. I'm a nurse and will not be earning any money over the holidays due to the strike. Can we buy a hat if you don't give me one? Uh, can, we, can, can we get her a hat? She's going to be a striking nurse. Is this Mancini's? Can I get you a cake? Can I get you a cake? Can I get you a hat? Can I get you a hat? Uh, Tracy, I'm sorry, what's your name? Kelly. 
Uh, get a hold of you with your address. We'll see if we can get you a hat. Have we but that's up- because she's going on strike. Don't everybody else try to get a hat out of me. Have we opened up a can of worms with the uh, the simple hat? Okay. I got mine, so uh, I'm not saying Jack. I and- gave any mine. I gave yeah. mine to, uh, and I'll probably end up giving mine. I don't think I got one. I gave mine to Mike Fratelloni. Oh wait, no! Isn't the new rule if you sign up today or yesterday, you get a half? Okay, so sign up today for the Garage Logic Town Council, and um, we'll get you a free and then Garage Logic stocking hat. Make the current council members all upset with their torches and pitchforks. Yeah. And apparently, if you want a free one, just email Joe. Right. We come back. Where are we going? Well, we're going to Where are we going with the show? We're coming back with the scramble. I don't want to be luffing here. We're going to be coming back with the scramble. And among other things, I'm going to tell you the difference between Montana and Minnesota. You know, you had mentioned a great spot to grab a bite to eat. How about over the weekend, you've got family in town, or maybe you want to take the family somewhere, 30 Bales Restaurant is your place. Mm-hmm. They do have the fantastic brunch that starts Saturday and Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Their happy hour is Tuesday through Friday from 3 to 5.30, and the lunch menu Tuesday through Friday is 11 to 3 p.m. Someone thought I was kidding. No, they do have short rib lasagna now on the menu. Short rib, Italian sausage rook, onions, carrots, garlic, mm-hmm. red wine, diced tomatoes, bing, bang, Boom. Uh, also, if you are a burger fan, their burgers at 30 Bills Restaurant are fantastic. It's the Scratch Kitchen right there in downtown Hopkins, right off 169. Can't be easier to get to. I'm telling you right now. They also have craft cocktails there. So if you want to impress, that's the place to go. Check out their entire menu. Take, I am right now. I'm online looking at their menu. Get some takeout for the weekend. I think I might do that actually tomorrow. Juicy Lucette Burger. Yeah, the burgers are, are outstanding. Uh, and they also have, you know, hand cut bacon mixed into the patty. Ooh. Have you never had the burgers? I don't think I have. Oh, you, my friend, are missing. Brussels sprouts. I bet they're delicious. I, I have yes. had the Brussels sprouts from 30 Bales, and they are outstanding. So, anyway, stop in, say hi to Todd and the entire crew. Please let them know that you heard about 30 Bales Restaurant right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get tomorrow, I think. Devilish eggs. What? A smoked ham steak. Do I just, can I just heat that up in the microwave or is that something I have to, how do I fix that? A smoked ham steak? It's about. It's already cooked. It just has to be reheated. Okay. But if you put it in the microwave, it's going to get rubber. It's going to explode. So throw it in the oven. Yeah. 300. Just 15 minutes. 300, 350. Probably not even 15 minutes. All right. If you go 400, that might be too much. You know, I picked up my uh, venison this morning and kind of could not resist buying a couple of those. Did you have back straps? Um, they're already in the freezer. We already Damn. got actually Damn. ate one of the uh, straps. I love those. Yeah, the tenderloins are good. Unbelievable good. What are we having for dinner tonight? I wonder. I gotta push the chair next to the stove. Oh, you're in trouble. Just tell but me no, what to do. I got it there. Thirty bales. Order Cecil's. Order oh, Cecil's. Order a hot dog beef sandwich. Get some <coughs> so Chris, the food. Oh, well, at least you'll get a good meal out yeah. of it. Yeah. Chris, with your thirty bales ads, mm-hmm. does does Todd call you or do you just? I will. Up? 
that week or whatever. I'll How long are they with us? Through the end of the year, I know at least. Um, well, that's you know tomorrow, Fred. <laughs> Well, I he did try to make it sound like, hey, you know what? Way, well, you, know, been, you see over yonder? The year. Way over yonder. Hey, they've been on all summer. And no, they haven't. Sure they have. Well, I missed it, Jen. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Um, normally, Kenny, what I'll do is I'll text him uh, the day that I'll be doing ads and say, hey, what do, what do you want me to promote? But I talked to him because uh, he was at the, the thing on Wednesday. Yeah. So I just chatted with him briefly. And I talked to him too, and we're going to change up my traffic sponsorship. Oh, that's right. That's right. On uh, my talk. And I'd like it to be as fresh as possible, even if it has to change, you know, twice during the week. Sure. Yeah. I will literally just. I only have 10, 15 seconds to work with. Oh, that's true. You know, but I like your approach of pushing the brunch on Friday, the weekend brunch, and then the happy hour um, times and the lunch times. But like, say, um, what were you pushing to the, yesterday and today? The uh, uh, short rib lasagna. God, did, that so, did, Todd, did Todd tell you to push that? He did not. I only noticed it because I saw it when I was scanning the uh, the menu. Yeah. You want to just sit here till three o'clock and talk about food? Yes. I, I I spent about thirty minutes looking at their menu today. I could eat there every single day. I know. Yeah. Easy. I know. It's hard for me to get jumbo. to. Well, it's hard for you to get everywhere. Yeah, that's true. They're just it's uh it's right highway. off the highway. That's yeah, I know a, what you're saying though. It's a it's you got a you know, Hopkins Crossroad and these two. We used to do a wax <laughs> hand events every year at that theater. Oh, we really? did a St. Jude, it was a charity deal. Yeah, like cross the river twice. Cross the river twice. <laughs> now just think if you two were on bicycle. Wow. Why are the wild having so many uh, afternoon games? Tomorrow's a one PM game. Is it national well, it's, television? It's, it's I don't the know. weekend. Hey, did you see our Hermantown? Uh, the taxes went up. No, for the you know hockey why? arena. Yeah, <laughs> spending <laughs> money on hockey. That's so that one so person bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. You know, while you were uh, on with Roycey, I could feel uh, the fact that Roycey was trying to get the score before. Yeah, yeah. and uh, knew full well you were going to say, "Hey, what? Uh, how, who's playing right now? What are we?" And I had, I had nothing. I was frankly trying to get it up there. You should have just went, yes. Let's go here. Yeah, there. They won the game. Yes. I asked him to. His OutQ was pretty funny, though. Yes, it was. It uh, brought me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wrong. Dangerous. I didn't know if that came out or not. Yeah. It, you did. Heard it. it did. Yes. Rise and shine. Let's go. The door is open. Scott Mature from Montana writes, listening to local Montana radio this morning, and I was pleased to hear what I would call a ray of hope. Sadly, not that long ago, this would not be a ray of hope, but rather simply how a state is governed. This morning, Montana Governor Gianforte was in the radio. I was on the radio and talked about our state's surplus and what his and the current state legislature uh, plan on doing with it. Update and expand state prisons, which are old and inadequate. Okay. Here, we just let the criminals back out on the streets. Right. Expand pay and staffing to increase snow plowing. Okay, no, nice. we, we just do it and we get around to it. Update and repair state roads and highways, particularly in rural Native American areas like out east and the Flathead. 
assist companies with infrastructure in areas where we are building housing, increase pay and hiring for law enforcement. Okay. The uh, the commies in Minneapolis just took a mill out of the police budget. A rainy day fund for unforeseen circumstances so the state doesn't have to go back to the well again, that well being the taxpayer. There were other items, but you get the idea. Our governor isn't my favorite guy, and he has taken heat from the left for being wealthy. Well, he is wealthy, but he made his wealth founding and operating a company here in Bozeman that grew to 150 employees, and when he sold it, it was worth millions. Point being, he knows how budgets and payroll work. Our guy does not. Right. He's never done that. Uh, Steven C. Anderson, the piano player. Yeah. He wants, uh, he is proposing, and I think this would be fantastic, uh, getting Hyde in here live. Right. And then having those two do a Christmas jam for Christmas. Good luck. Why wouldn't I come in and do that? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough. And also, uh, if I he think doesn't, though, I think he'd love it, actually. Actually, he would love it. Yeah, but if you can't come in, are we going to have to cancel Christmas? No. And then uh, Stephen C., get this. He's got the sixth Christmas back together with Stephen C. Hold on one second, Joe. Hey, John, you're on the show, okay? Oh. Percent chance he'll come in and do the uh, Stephen C. broadcast. 100%. Oh, yeah, I'd be happy. What are you wrong with you, Reavers? All right, that's all I wanted to see. All right, I think you just got paid right there is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Write this down, GLers. Thursday, December 15, Stephen C. at the Cathedral of St. Paul, 7.30 p.m. This popular Christmas concert will open the doors of the historic Cathedral of St. Paul for a free concert to the community after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. There is no admission fee. But ten bucks free will donation will be greatly reco- received to cover costs. Hell, it probably cost him a fortune to move his piano, right? Because he plays his own multi-platinum recording artist and contemporary pianist Stephen C. He's gonna have vocalists this year. He's oh, gonna have really? Nate, Nate Wilson on the violin, vocalist Jack Cassidy, Jillian Gabash, and friends. Uh, internationally award-winning improvisational organist Chris Ganza will roll will roll out the great cathedral pipe organ console and set it nose to nose with Stephen C's nine foot grand Bosendorfer. Wow. I have, uh, he reached out to me to see if I could do a version of the Christmas corn dog blues. I haven't decided mm-hmm. yet. Oh, Did he really? God, no, yeah. please. No. Sing in the cathedral? No, yes. No, no. Woke up this morning. No. Inside the we, cathedral. We don't need that place hit by lightning. <laughs> no, man. That's the cathedral. Yeah. No. We're not no, singing corn dog. Uh, say, before we move on, uh, I need December to address 15th. I need to address Matura here. Scotty, what's uh, up? Matura, I'm going to have to demand that you call us by our pronouns. Yeah. We are Flatlanders. Every time you write us an email, address us as Flatlanders. Hey, Flatlanders. Yeah. That's all. Oh, Sounds nice. like a no. person on the Simpsons. We get the pronoun. Flatlanders. Flatlanders. Only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans who are in Eden Prairie. Yeah, they're here. You can read all about that on worldwidewaftage.com. <clears throat> on this day in 1857. Joe, today is December 2nd. The first state legislature convened five months before Minnesota was admitted to the Union. 
Despite its questionable legality, the session passed over 90 laws and elected, elected Henry M. Rice and James M. Shields as U.S. senators. They went to Washington, D.C. and waited for statehood to become official so that they could begin their terms. Okay. That on was this the old day, school. on this day in 1858, 12-2, the term Land of Lakes was first applied to Minnesota in the St. Anthony Falls newspaper called the Falls Evening News. And when did we finally get rid of that racist image that they used for Land of Lakes? Well, you're thinking of the company Land O'Lakes. Land Land O'Lakes. Land so this is this was just a, a like a tourism thing. Gotcha. Land of Lakes. Gotcha. Come to Minnesota. And again, why your town makes this so often, I have no what idea. What do we do now? On this day in 1884, no, Fairbowl's Waterworks passed their operations test, and the system was accepted on December 31st. Okay, I'm from there. Who gives a damn? Well, you okay. apparently you about waterworks. Well, they probably could had a faucet right. in the house by yeah. now. It's uh, you know, it's one of those. No, uh, it's, it's not. A, it's a web website. I actually know exactly <laughs> where it is. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, got you. By the yeah. way, have you heard anything lately about the tremendous drought in California? Sure. So you have. I, I have not. It's been snowing and raining to beat hell in the Sierra. What, what, okay. what I'm hearing is that yeah. it's over. <laughs> well, it's been snowing and raining and winter storms aplenty, and God has renewed nature. Um, nature has renewed California. Much, much to it's the, starting to. It's still got a ways to go. Much to the dismay of the uh, climate activists. Yeah. This happens might, every year, doesn't it? This yeah. might be a topic you may get into next week, but this uh, just broke a little bit ago. California Governor Newsom's Reparations Committee is recommending handing out $223,200 per person to all descendants of slaves in California for housing discrimination at a cost of 559, what's BN mean? Is that, that's billion? billion? Nation's biggest restitution effort ever. I ain't paying it. They didn't, have slavery. they didn't have slavery in California. Well, I, I have so many questions. He's a bad guy. I don't like that guy. But what they, happened? Wait a he minute. was reelected. Shouldn't that go to the Spanish and the Mexicans? Because didn't we steal that from Mexico? Yeah, you'd think so. Not sure. Or there the Indians. There you go. The Native Americans. Here, I always forget about the Natives. Yeah. I always forget yeah. about the Natives. Yep. I hope there's some college kids who, on the occasion of a uh, graduation exercise, if the speaker says, we are on, we, we've taken this land from the Dakota, I hope there are some college kids that stand up and say, that, why don't you shut up about it and give it back? And I want to hear that from a college graduation ceremony. Give okay. the damn land back then. Okay. Well, how about uh, we're on land that we purchased from Napoleon who took from the Spanish, who took from the Native Americans. Yeah. Or, or something give it back to the French. Yeah. Don't, the French, don't worry. He's, on He's a out of roll. Don't, don't bother. <laughs> Thank you, GLers. Big win tonight, huh? 40 to 50 yeah. mile an hour gusts. Are we going to smell That's my it? cup of tea. You smell can't it? smell it in this wind. No, we're not going to. Oh, and Rice, he predicts a big win for the Irish, huh? He does? Yeah. Oh, he liked Rosemount, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Are they the fighting Irish or just the Irish? I don't know. No. Stay tuned. They used to have more. that wind thing. New Krabby Coffee Shop out this week. It was a pretty good one. Was it worth it? 
Probably our best, okay. probably our only good one. Copy that. Okay. Yeah, Thanks Friday for the applause. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate it. Check out Bot MN for all the other uh, podcasts. Why can't you turn me down? Because you were playing stuff that can't be on the show. Don't turn me back oh. up. Just like talking across your turn Friday. Friday. Find, uh, you can't smell it in this wind. Running Three, out of time. Two, one. one. Yeah. Out of time, I respect to Joe Suchere, who, uh, in his own way, the mayor of Garage Logic. Makes an awful lot of sense out there. Thank May you. he rest in peace, Brez. Right clear. <laughs> yes. Very clear. Who's clear? Clarice. Give stuff leading Clarice. I need to go to the case on the second. Departures. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think I like the processor, to be honest. No, you sound way better, dude. Yeah, really? It yeah, sounds way it better. Does, yeah. it, it seems over the top in my head. Well, I had you, I had you up a little bit. No, I, I mean it show. seems it seems too processed. Oh, uh, I don't think it's like you I'm, don't sound thick. Well, yeah, too much well, processing. Well, I'm into thick. He likes him thick. <laughs> oh lordy! <laughs> Look who's forty. Those are the small town birthday announcements. Lordy, lordy, look, look who's 40. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you these. What are you doing this weekend, Matthew? Hey, give them the right answer. Uh, working on the show. Sleeping business. Working on the show. Uh, none of you are going to business town. <laughs> now, she's got a bum knee right now. And it's put her down. And it's put the decorating of the house way back mm. oh i know what i was going to ask you we were having an argument before you came in did you ever put the tree up how did i yeah actually i did oh, good for you. See, have yeah. you been discussing in your household christmas and christmas day and preparations oh. and who's coming over and where is the the it starts the conversation yes yeah he uh, loves that stuff Reavers is upset because they're already talking about Christmas. No, I think it's not upset. It's, Jesus, it's three weeks away. My son is 17 years old, almost 18. And the first thing he does when he gets up in the morning is he goes to the advent calendar and opens up uh, December 1st yesterday and then today, December 2nd. I mean, he's 18 for Christ. So he's trying to beat Sophia in our family. You want to be the one to open up the advent calendar for the day and find out what you know who it is—an angel or a cow or something like that. I don't. First thing he does. I don't understand anything. Of what well, that sounds said. like fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm just saying. I got a. We got kids that are excited for. And then you shovel some coal into the furnace. <laughs> go out to the water pump and bring yeah. in a fresh coal. See a pause ready? Mom, are the fixes ready? The fixes. I reckon they are. How I want fast. a calm Christmas. I don't even know what that means. Anymore. Are you entertaining? Yeah. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? You know. Oh, that's the other part. We're Chill up. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Such, I'm really impressed that you're able to send photos. Um, and these photos showed up while you were talking. Did you actually send these photos to me? Yes. While you were? I did. It was during the break, though, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. You know, I like, I like, I really, really like this car, Joe. I agree. And I, I'm not seeing any door issues. Well. I'm zooming in, you. too. It uh, looks 
I'll send yeah, that to you. there's a little bit of little bit of gap, but I mean, goodness, I, I agree well. with what Kenny said because the one time you sent us the video of that uh, the, the stars. What? Remember when you were in Florida? I gotta send this to the fellas. I thought it was, it was a nice picture. <laughs> it looks like you're the inside of a closet at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> I was seeing stuff. Yeah. Oh, I need your uh, I need your recipe for uh, stuffing. I'm gonna make I'm, I'm gonna make that stuffing for Christmas. My mother-in-law's. May she rest. How many uh, how many white castles do I need to get? Do I just get a crave case or something? Um, we used nine this year Holy because gosh. I ate one of them. They're supposed to be ten. Well, she doubles the recipe. <clears throat> I'm gonna post the Wisconsin deputy video. To the show. Yeah, because I'd like to see that. Well, here. It's right here. Wait. Extras. I'm an extras. Rookie's recipes. Is it on the show page? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's really good stuff in there. White Castle appetizers. Angel food delight. Snicker apple salad. Sausage cheese balls. And I'm going to make, because we're going we're gonna to start... Because the Vikings play on Christmas Eve, so we're going to have it. I know my dad's going to want to come up and watch the game. So I'm going to make uh, Cajun chicken corn chowder for lunch. That sounds really good. With bread bowls. And then I'm going to do, I don't know, primer or something. Here's the rules for Minneapolis, Joe. Single family homes and duplexes. You must clear sidewalks within 24 hours after it stops. All, all other properties... You must clear sidewalks within four daytime hours after it stops snowing. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daytime hours. City inspections. Now that's a gig. Just drive around and look at shit. City inspects the sidewalks to make sure property owners clean them. We start inspecting sidewalks 24 hours after each snowfall. What a great gig that must be. I would go right over to your house right away and issue a phone. Oh, you don't have. Never mind. You got headphones on. Mm, he doesn't have a sidewalk in front of his house. Uh, that was the best part of moving because we had a huge sidewalk on the that ran alongside my house, and I no longer have to deal with that. I always felt for the poor bastards that live on the corner. Yeah, because they have twice the amount of yep. shoveling to do. And then the city comes along and pushes all that garbage right back up on the corner and you have to go back out and break down the hump. You follow uh, the auctions that bring a trailer? No. Nope. Oh, you should. They're wonderful. Oh, I can't. I already have issues with the marketplace, Facebook. Remember the Honda S2000 convertible Roadster? Made from about 2002 to 2009. Where are they becoming pricey? See what I'm following now. Um, a 1950 Minneapolis Moline, a 51 Studebaker Champion, a 50 Studebaker two-door coupe, a 46 Jeep CJ2, a 1950 Studebaker, a 1963 Cadillac DeVille, 
1947 Studebaker pickup. Um, off topic, why is Caitlyn Jenner a Fox News correspondent? Because uh, she or he is thought to be conservative. Who? Because she's a trans who uh, an actually oh, has something men should compete in women's sports. Did you, I forwarded you an email, Joe, from a gay GLer. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, he seemed like a pretty cool guy with a sense of humor, oh. too. He said some funny ass in there. Yeah. Oh, Joe, really? Oh, no. That's, oh, Joe. Yeah. Shoot. Why did you buy it? Oh, I didn't notice it at first. Oh, Such, I'm so That's sorry. That's a bad one. Oh, damn. That how came we, from, uh, how do we get that one back? That came from Kelsey, right? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Such? Huh? That came from Kelsey, yeah, right? Yeah. The list you gave out? Yeah. We oh, could have got it, but we had it. He was doing the work. No, I want it. I needed to pull. I wanted to. I want to post it. When did he send it? He uh, he clicked on it twice. That means you're buying it. You know what the problem is with conservatives that aren't pushing back? You know what it is. You know the answer. We're too busy. <laughs> We're busy because we have jobs and families and mortgages and you know. Cars with doors that are gapped and falling off. <laughs> you, the average person on the street, to walk by that car not notice it. Yeah, but you can't help yourself. Right. Meet the entire staff. No, it's hard not to notice that. You can stick your hand in there, Minneapolis. Jeez, it's got to be two inches. You know. Uh, I think that picture is. I'm ready for you, Joe. I told you. Oh, what? the whole show was devoted to the Power Streets Minneapolis staff. Staff. Give a listen and meet the gang. How bad was it if they had their... Oh, so what, you're speculating the Rockers or something were bad? Or the B post was put in incorrectly. Oh, the old B post. Jeez. Rook, do you like the A post or the B post better? Huh? What did Mike say? What did you ask? He believes that the uh, weld that was done during the uh, putting the body back on the frame. The body. Yes. All right, everybody. Is there any way he can... we finished on Friday, so page nine? He's gonna plasma cut that thing off, and yeah, he'd have to take the. He thinks it would begin by taking the rocker off, the rocker panel, and finding out if there's something impinging the door. But the door doesn't close force; it closes perfectly. Doesn't yeah. rattle, make a sound. Yeah, that's your kind of car door. So have you ever seen? Oh no, that's no, only no, that's a lame solution. I was go going to say those chip no. those chip protectors you put on the edge of your door, but nah, that would make it. Is the hood up? Did you have the hood up? Not in these photos. Oh, uh, not in these. Photos. No, you guys put it down for the photo shot. What time's the photo shoot? What year is that thing? Sixty-two. Seventy-three. Damn it. 
Now, here's another shot of it. Didn't God, I that... send you one of it closed? Well, looking yeah. straight on. Yeah. Not from the... behind. No, the one from behind. Not, um, and I've got both sides here. That shot of it on the flatbed. That is so cool. Here, I'm going to send you looking at it the looks, door again. It looks better with the top up. I just love that. Oh, my God, it's so cool. Now, look at this one. If you're looking at the car straight on instead of from behind. That's a huge gap, Joe. You can't see it so straight on. That gap's not that gap. The picture is making that gap for me. You know? All right. I don't know how it could be any worse. Could you stop texting with... Oh, here I know yeah, the I answer. Know. Send it to you. Here we go. Leave it. this conversation. Boom. I can't stand you anymore. I'm gone. No, that was the other conversation we got going. All right. Uh, okay then. I don't know, Joe. That I'm going to go take my wife to Gertens. How do you not notice that? Uh, we I need to get some. Ornaments. Not a problem. I'll get it fixed. I'm not sure what theme we're going for the ornaments this year, though. Now I'm going to send you one. I might treat myself to this. How about? Here comes one to Kenny. Watch this one. Yeah, I might here we treat go. myself to Take this. this. How about? Right to the face. How about a spacer? A spacer behind the hinge. Yeah. I'm not painting. I would try the spacer behind the hinge just to even out both the front and the back. Rick, when you uh, take your wife to Gertens, do you put your balls in her purse first? Or just you know, uh, you, pretty much, two I just sent you. She pretty much right. got them all the time. So. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just curious. Yep. <laughs> she doesn't even keep them in their safe. They're up oh. on the shelf in the basement somewhere. The no. They're yeah. in uh, formaldehyde. <laughs> Good. Preserves them better. Do, Joe, do you need Rook to pick you up anything in Gertens? Joe, let's go to Lund's. We'll get some dinner for your wife tonight. Oh, bleep your you love Cecil's. I don't mind. Oh, Cecil's is rocking. It really is an inconvenient uh, inconvenience when the wife gets sick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Real pain in the ass. You got to be nice. Okay, so the photo that you're, it's from the drinker's side, rear, you can't tell at all. Right. The drinker's side. Are, are those just hubcaps? Those are wire wheels. God, they're good looking. Jeez. And in 73, wire wheels were, in fact, an option. The only year they were, aside from year one. So are they actual Triumph wheels, or are they no, just some aftermarket? 70-spoke wires. They're probably incorrect. Yeah. I don't care. I like them. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're beautiful. When are we going to take this thing for a spin? As soon as it works. See, this is the kind of car you should be driving down to Henderson. What's rookie texting you here? Sorry, I was listening to something. Right here. See, I, you've got to learn how to leave the conversation, Sooch. So you don't have to <laughs> why why doesn't it come up, Rook? Why do I get your phone number? I have no idea. It's because it's part of a group text. Well, you're in my contacts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because we have two... Oh, you created a new one, you son of a bitch. I... <laughs> what? God, I hate you, Matthew. <laughs> I'm going to leave this conversation. No, I'm just going to keep, no, keep leaving. 
just gonna keep leaving conversations. <laughs> oh, he sent another one. Is that a picture of a turkey? Why is that a picture of a dog? It's a, it's a turkey, turkey with its head blowing up. Put the spacer right there. You know, <laughs> all right, I'm leaving. You're such a I'm leaving before I get on anybody's nerves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my brother had a dog named Hubcap. Hubcap? Yep. That's was, an all right. That's a good he, name. Was, yeah. he was a good dog, man. He was he was great. Unfortunately, he had a very ironic name because he got hit by a car. Nice. <laughs> he had that uh, that giddy up limp to no him. as in that's how we met his maker oh yeah hubcap yeah, was a good dog i'm stream yarding out by thousand about that raz uh, oh jesus after two i better start editing uh thanks town council town c tc and